All right, welcome back everyone to another episode of Not Your Average Student Physical Therapist. My name is Asia. And I'm Sam. And this is a this is it. Um we're gonna get into a little bit more as to if we plan on having future episodes maybe like announcing it on the Instagram or something, but officially this is our last episode. Sam, how are you feeling? It is so bittersweet because like we really came a long way and we're about to get in it soon, but even with just talking on this podcast and uh, how conversations and stuff go, um, I'm we came a long way. I'm so sorry. Did you hear that? Yeah, we've oh come a long God. way, but not you still having your and phone. Why, and I just and I just told my mama I'm finna record. Yeah. I'm sorry. At least we I never changed. just told her. At least we never changed. Um, how's your week been? <laughs> I just said we changed and we never changed. <laughs> Shame on me. I'm sorry. What was the question? How's your week been? Um, my week has been good. It's been very slow and dull just because um we're wrapping up here um classes are more about like presentations and uh like small lab stuff so it's been a chill week um only had class twice this week so yeah and here go my dog how about you (laughs) um my week's been cool it's been so hard trying to like study again (laughs) and just be productive but um this is it. So this weekend I told myself, like, you just got to be on it. You got to be strict. You got to be ready because mm-hmm. I want to study and I want to go over like just some anatomy one type skills, you know, like just kind of refresh. Like, I feel like I should at least know like where to put the goniometer and <laughs> and things like that, like range of motions and, and things like I just haven't done in forever. So I want to review that kind of stuff. But but it's really it's really hitting like today was my last in-person lecture and no seriously like it's my last because I'm not doing this again like if you say with your chest because man if you don't be really believing you like I'm sick like I I must have really had like a midlife crisis if I'm in school again because I just (laughs) I don't want to do this so it, that that was a very wild feeling and it also is kind of funny because like I was late to class too so <laughs> like we're ending on a bang I'm weak <laughs> gotta do what you gotta do right so you class. exactly <laughs> so getting into our last weekly health challenge <laughs> so last episode we wanted you guys to take photos and just capture those moments with your friends, you know, your classmate family, and because we're about to go on our rotations, go on break. Um, And the challenge going forward is we just want you guys to kind of spread the word about NYASPT. So because the whole point of the podcast was to follow our path towards PT school, the ups, the downs, highs and lows, just following our journey so that you could have more exposure as to what it is, what to expect, and just a little bit more into what physical therapy is, like the career, from um, our point of view. So we just want these to be 
another resource. Because like we've said on like early, early podcast episodes, you know, when you're looking up, how do I prepare for an interview? Um, What should I put in my backpack? Things like that. There's a good five people on YouTube. There might be a couple people on TikTok and then Instagram, but there's not many of us out there talking about our journey through PT school. So we hope that you guys continue to offer this up as just another resource, just something else for people to look at. Yeah. And oh, I'm no, you weren't muted. (laughs) I wasn't muted. Wow. I have just reversed. That is crazy. (laughs) Um, and just like I was, I was just going to say, and just like we said in our first episode, this is not the podcast where we are going to be teaching you how to be amazing students. It's just showing you a, a point of view. So we hope that you guys enjoyed listening to our point of views and um, again, our journey. And we hope someone else, a pre-PT student or a current student, um, is impacted any sort of way from any of our episodes. I would almost argue that. I feel like we did teach everybody how to be amazing PT students. Now, we didn't teach people how to get straight A's. Okay, that's what we said. That's what I meant. Yeah. Like 4.0s, that wasn't me. And I'm sorry if I led you on to think that was. Yeah. (laughs) But we gave that first, I mean, we gave that disclaimer. (laughs) Yeah, we sure did from day one. But I feel like we did a great job showing people um, how to be well-rounded, respectful, have open minds towards PT school and to not give up because we we finished, bro. Like we just have to do rotations now mm-hmm. and pass. <laughs> right. Yeah. But okay, let's get into a day in the life segment, kind of giving our goodbye. So we throw around the idea of having more episodes. Maybe like we'll come back and do an episode talking about our rotations or do an episode about graduation but as of now our schedules are no longer gonna align well enough for for us to record as consistently as we were so that's why we're kind of just saying like officially this is the last episode because I'm about to start rotations Sam you have a couple months and then you'll be on rotations yourself so yeah So on this episode, we're just going to reflect from our first episode and how we're feeling now, talk about our favorite episodes, um, talk about and thanking, again, all the guests that have come on the podcast and just some advice for pre-PTs, first years and second years. Mm -hmm. So going back to the very first episode, that was our homework, um, was to listen to it and yeah it it was rough (laughs) just cringe like that is the best word to say is cringe (laughs) yeah it was uh I mean we sounded very happy which I thought was funny (laughs) (laughs) we sounded very hopeful (laughs) oh that's funny yeah we we hadn't whooped our butt yet yeah um, you could definitely tell we've been friends before because we definitely have our side tangents and stuff like that. Oh, um, for sure. <laughs> um, I feel like some of the advice that we offered or just talked about our first week, because the first episode was our first week of PT school. Mm-hmm. Um, I still kind of follow that kind of stuff to this day, like the iPad. I'm still lost. Like I, 
I recently broke my Apple pencil and I've just been paper and regular pens until I get my loan money so I can buy another Apple pencil. <laughs> um, and I've been struggling. I, I don't know like what the day is and like how to prepare and like I need my <laughs> iPad. <laughs> makes It makes you feel uh, um, like you're ready for life. For real, for real. <laughs> and my planner. Oh, I miss having a planner. I'm the type of person I, I even though sometimes I don't like follow it to the T, like I plan my entire day out by the hour. <laughs> mm-hmm. So with uh, the first, so on our first episode, when we talk about our first week, we had to mention that for our first day of school, like we didn't, well, I think I said I didn't prepare for it. Like I put some, a few notebooks in the backpack and like started the day. Um, have you changed or I think you said you, you said something similar like you didn't really prepare for the first day as much as you should have um for the first day that would kind of go with my advice for like pre-pt for going and preparing but are you talking like do I prepare every semester no I'm I guess I was gonna say are you different in a sense that when it's a new quarter do you prepare yourself for the first week of school right day? no you still don't do that <laughs> no okay I don't because <laughs> we don't I mean we don't get our our slides earlier or anything like you guys and yeah I just yeah not no. the syllabus either you guys don't get the syllabus yeah we get the syllabus and I might okay. look at it but yeah no I I don't prepare <laughs> oh I've definitely changed from now in the sense that so we get our syllabus we don't get our lectures like all our lectures uh before either but we get our syllabus and that has all our assignments and like calendar dates, important midterms and all that stuff. I am like, um, like the weekend prior, I will like jot that down into my agenda. I'll even send it to a classmate to make sure we both on the same page. And one of us will be like, hey, we missed something here or there. Um, and it is very helpful in the sense that like, if you were planning like future trips, like me, I'm always like planning stuff and soon as I get that syllabus I'm just jotting it down and then so whenever somebody says like hey you want to go out of town or do you want to do this I'm like mm, let me look at my calendar real quick and see what's going on right um but that's the only type of preparedness I am going in mentally <laughs> still not prepared because I mean it's PT school in this class but uh structurally as far as planning and how what to expect I've gotten better <laughs> no I feel that I I definitely, when it comes to the syllabus, that's like a first week thing because sometimes the dates are off or like sometimes the, um, our professors will be like, oh, like this assignment changes and whatnot. So I always wait for like, they're okay. Like this is the official syllabus. Mm -hmm. And then I do what you're talking about because I, I did that once before and all my dates were messed up and it just stressed me out the whole semester. I hated it. (laughs) Oh, that's so annoying. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Cause I was just noticing a lot of things that we kind of said, and it's like, are we saying different or kind of continuing? Okay, so the first thing we talk about is first learning how to take range of motion and vitals the first time. How do you fill in those those two uh, tests? Or right. Measure? Well, in, in the first episode, like I said, I've been a CNA, so I've been taking vitals forever. If anything, yeah. it would be range of motion. And then, like I just said, it's something I need to brush up on. Me too. <laughs> I just took like a mock practical and I don't know why, like when it came to the ankle, because the neutral position of your ankle is just not a right angle. 
I was like, uh, is this Goni supposed to be at 180 degrees, 90 degrees? I, I was kind of puzzled. So I agree with you on the range of motion. What about vitals? Like I said, I feel Oh, you did just say that. <laughs> but do you feel like but do you feel like you've gotten faster? Like, cause you know, that's a I've um, always been straight with I've been taking vitals for almost 10 years now. <laughs> okay. I've always been straight with vitals. <laughs> okay, yeah, same. I feel like um well, I won't say same. I feel like I know how to do things faster and more efficiently. Like I know how to organize it to where like, oh, if they're taking blood pressure right here, I'm going to cross your hand over so I can listen to respiratory rate or something. If the SPO2 is on, I'm going to do this and monitor this at the same time. I definitely know how to plan more because I felt like when I was a tech, I was just taking solely blood pressure. Mm-hmm. And that would take all the time that I would take now for taking like blood pressure, SPO2, respiratory and all that stuff. So no it's dope definitely see how fast it's gone with that um what about um uh do you still feel like it's unreal being in pt school no if anything it would be how i was talking about that it's crazy that it was my last day of lecture Mm-hmm. that would be the biggest thing so I'm I'm I think I'm done with the didactic learning like just being in class all day I'm definitely past that not saying that I'm that I'm good and I just know everything but I'm done sitting in that seat all day I'm I'm ready to be more hands-on but it's just wild that I'll never be in a class again yeah that is very unreal I'm the same way like Oh, yeah, I'm definitely ready to be done with the book work and stuff, but it still feels on. It's not that it feels unreal to be in PT school, but it feels unreal that I've made it this far because <laughs> I didn't think I would make it this far. Um, And that's just because of um imposter syndrome, I guess. But it is crazy to think we have made it this far. Um, and I I found a ha-ha moment in it. Um. We were talking about how many bones and muscles there are. I still mm-hmm. can't tell you those numbers. <laughs> and I just listened to the episode. Like, it is crazy how much the body uh, incorporates. Um, we talked about gym consistency. Do you feel like you're more consistent in the gym? You know, when I was listening to the first episode and I had mentioned I hadn't been to the gym in two weeks, I laughed because I said <laughs> it's probably been about two months since oh I've God. been to the gym. It's been a very long time. Um. Yeah, after comps, I really was just like, whatever. After this episode, though, I'm actually going to the gym. Thank God. It's starting to show in my clothes. I'm like, girl, you got to start working out again. (laughs) And I think I'm also excited to like finally be done with all the busy work, quizzes, exams, and get back to like a schedule where I'm still studying for like the MPTE and doing clinicals, but like I'll have like free time again in a sense, like. I don't know. Like, I, we'll still be busy, but it'll be a different kind of busy. Like, I'll be able to go to the gym and be okay. Mm-hmm. Ah, that's so crazy. This quarter just has felt so unbusy, even with tests and stuff. Like, I got too much free time to the point where I feel like I'm working. I'm at work more than I am at school. Even my coworkers, they like, dang, like, you know, <laughs> class? like you, you're here on a weekday. And I'm like, yeah, this is kind of weird for me, too. Um. But as far as the gym goes, I will say I am doing, I am pretty consistent. My goal is always to do at least three times a week. Um, And I hit that goal three times a week. Granted, you should probably be going four or five times. I have to think a little bit 
smaller short-term goal of three times a week. I feel like three times is good, especially with our schedule. Even though you said you have more free time, like you still work. So. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it is. I that's the that's the part I'm struggling with. When I work, I do not want to go to that gym afterwards. So I'm trying to get myself to go to the gym after work. I props to anybody. Oh my goodness, props to everybody who goes to the gym after work, especially if you got a job where you're standing and stuff like, mm-hmm. like that. I'm ready to plop on the on the couch and be a couch potato after you know after work. Um, it's so hard I always look up to all you guys that are able to fit it into your schedule because like I the way I'll plan my day and all the assignments I gotta do and the studying and even though like at the end of the day I'm on my couch like you said it's so hard to go to the (laughs) gym after a very long day I'm like I earned that hour on my couch (laughs) yeah and it's for reals at least an hour shoot dang and then you got to prep for the next day, you know, make your lunch or dinner and, you know, God forbid, like you're a doctor right now, you got to finish some documentation or look at the patients for the next day. Like it takes a lot. So who the sooner we get into that, the better, because um, I'm talking for myself and I'm talking about documentation stuff after work. <laughs> right. Okay. Two more things, two more things. Um, One thing we have mentioned was, um, because when we first came into the programs, um, this is following COVID. So we were kind of, well, I won't say we, but there was a phase of being antisocial and you said you're an introvert. Do you feel like you are still the same or um, do you feel like you've been able to adjust since COVID as far as socializing? And that doesn't have to be with just classmates, just people in general, Right. I I don't think COVID hit me as hard as it did others because I I mean there's six people at my house when we were on lockdown and I was still working full time. So I still had like a lot of social interactions. Um but when it comes to being an introvert and then being in the program, I definitely had to force myself. Like I said, I definitely had to force myself to get out there and go to like every event I could get my hands on but I feel like now I'm at a point where even though it's it's the end and I'm gonna miss everybody it's gonna be a huge shock when we all get on rotations and we go from hanging out with the same 46 people for two years to like completely new people and whatever the situation is but um uh, the FOMO definitely left this last semester and it was very very nice it was nice to be able to see people planning things and me not feeling like I had to go. Like I was okay with being in my apartment, in my own space, just relaxing. And it's it's such a beautiful thing. But at the same time, I am going to miss them a lot. So I love that. I mean, it's like having your sister around. Well, I don't know. You you and your sisters are close. But let's say you just have like a sister around and all of a sudden you're like, I'm just a little tired of you. I just need my space or something just for a little oh, bit. No. We're close, but that definitely happens. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, I mean, like you said, our, I mean, our classmates are, they near like family. You see them more than you see your family. So mm-hmm. that happens and that's normal. That's okay to say no. Um, I still feel slightly antisocial. And that's just because um, 
I don't actually I don't know why like I just get into my face and I just like I just don't want to talk to nobody I think it's because my personality can be slightly uh I won't say overly extroverted but I could be a loud bubbly person but I don't want to be that loud bubbly person every day like there are times where I just want to be by myself gather my thoughts and just really not talk to anyone and it can sometimes come off in a in a bad demeanor and rich always tells me like you you look very antisocial and I'm like it's not even that it's just I just trying to regroup myself together so yeah I don't think that has changed for me I think I'm still trying to work out being getting out of that antisocial phase from COVID because starting conversations and stuff it gets a little bit challenging um but I still try to do it yeah just yeah. to just because I acknowledge what I'm doing and it's like, I don't want to keep doing it. So I'm still challenging myself in that sense. I would feel like I'm, I'm the same way. Like there are times when I just don't want to be bothered with anybody and that's okay. I don't have to be bothered with anybody. Like it's okay for me to be in my own space and recollect my thoughts and just do my own thing. Sometimes I get annoyed when people start blowing my phone up, like, are you okay? Like, I'm fine. You should yeah. actually look into your own self and wonder why <laughs> you can't be alone. Like, I'm perfectly fine. Yeah. So, now, I did have to check myself because sometimes I do go off on people, like, leave me alone. Like, I've already told you I'm fine. Like, you don't have to keep blowing me up. So now I'm like, I appreciate you for checking on me, but I'm okay being alone. And yeah. some people just don't understand that. Yeah. That is true. I love being by myself, though. Like, it's just a sense of peace that comes with can't really no one ruin your day at this point except for you. So (laughs) very much. Just enjoy yourself. (laughs) Okay, I have last one last thing. I noticed in a and this was in a few episodes, not even just our first episode. I keep saying I'm glad you're listening to so many because it it took you forever. (laughs) Oh, I know. (laughs) I I had because of this reason of listening to it and just being cringe at how I'm talking and what's being said because I'm really not a, a a talker to begin with and I know some of the things I say I don't pronunciate the best so that was the only reason why <laughs> um but I did say I was going to freestyle a lot and so surprise surprise I am going to do a freestyle well it's not a freestyle I actually wrote it and I wrote today and it was really good, but I'll, I'll say it at the end of this episode so that I could finally say I did it and I didn't bluff and yeah. <laughs> nice. Nice. We're going to get a, a little sneak peek of Sam's <laughs> musical career potentially. <laughs> Super excited for that. No, I'm, I love all the, the little things you wrote about the first episode. <laughs> Uh, was that the last one? Yeah, I had a few stuff, but we've came long ways is essentially what I've been saying on here. So let's get into our favorite episode. <laughs> All right, what was your favorite? Um, Not your average student physical therapist. Yes. It's by far the best one. I have another one, but yes, yes. It really captured it all. Like at that point, we were really in the thick of PT. At least I, we both were taking anatomy, phys. Um, that was probably my heaviest quarter. And I mean, we we're talking about what kind of what we wanted to express. And I feel like we did it in such a great way. So that was my favorite episode. 
Yeah, it was it was nice being in a comfortable space and just talking about what it was to be a black woman growing up in Arizona in a space that's predominantly white or if you were in a different area and going into PT school, trying to get there, getting accepted, not getting accepted, mm-hmm. finally being in the program. Like it was just nice to open up about everything and even call out, you know, some classmates on the um, microaggressions that they put us through. Mm-hmm. and yeah, for sure. it was it was great that's yeah that's definitely one of mine also I was gonna say like all the ones with guests will always have a special place in my heart because just the way people just supported us through this whole thing mm-hmm. was by yeah. far amazing but um my favorite guest episode was probably the burnout episode when um Eli came on and he talked to us about burnout and gave like great tips and tricks to kind of fight it and just recollect yourself and not to take it out on the career and to look more within and I really liked that as well okay I know I love I love all the guest episodes too um I would say I'm tied between not your average I think we said heritage or language was that it was language I was your two classmates right yeah, I I like that one just because the the feedback we got from it was so good, and I mean, shoot, it kind of shipped the, or sh- or shifted the way I was starting to think of certain scenarios and stuff too, and be more considerate. And honestly, that episode led me to uh, take one of the classes at CSM talking about like bridging that gap of um, language barriers and um, what schools should start doing. Um, and now I follow this guy who, um, teaches you different terms in Spanish, as well as I'm going to get the book of how to say different things in Spanish, but no, I, I definitely got a lot of feedback saying like, that was a really great episode and like how it kind of impacted them and kind of moved them a little bit. So I love that episode too. I love that. I love how, um, you were able to get all of that feedback. It's kind of kind of makes me think of how interesting it is um, being in two different areas and uh, just being around two different or different types of people and how that was the one that impacted the people around you. For me, I feel like it was uh, not your average physical therapist that people were like, wow, like I didn't even think like you were going through those kind of things. And mm-hmm. I was having people give really good feedback about that. I remember you saying that too. That was great. So that's awesome. Very interesting. Um, no, it was heritage. It was heritage. You're right. Okay. Because you were talking about um, Hispanic heritage. With the natural average student PT one, um, it was funny because I that was that was an episode that we mentioned that we learned that it's okay to not feel bad for relaxing <laughs> and like and taking a break from studying and man that would be something like I'm surprised it took me that long to realize that because that was that's six months later I was studying so hard and overworking myself draining myself and then I kind of realized I break I'm like it's okay to just take a break and just stop so I love that that was the moment I realized like it's okay yeah January 19th 2022 is when we posted it Mm-hmm. So, in the yeah. thick of it oh my gosh that was like a thick quarter for me 
that was the semester that was my butt it didn't whip my butt yet but it was getting there there was oh, yeah. one um I think it might have been not your average like five years or five-year goals or something I think that was the one where we did the health challenge where we had to record ourselves and then in 10 years um watch the video or in five years or something like that um I have that video saved to my phone and I watched it the other day and I was like oh that's that's cool <laughs> i'm like not there yet but super super cool (laughs) we're gonna get there right i just i said some very interesting things and i was like oh i I didn't change (laughs) i mean we we said that like it'll be interesting from beginning to end just to see how much we've changed or how much we haven't changed in certain certain things so it is something that'll kind of laugh at at the end of the day um another thing we talked about on that episode was well actually I think I was talking about how like so we were talking about our past just being a student in general before PT school right Mm -hmm. and you know kind of how um things change just because of the schools we were brought at and I mentioned saying like I changed my whole wardrobe to fit in with the crowd I do not do that no more. I come in my, I won't say streetwear attire, but I come just how it is. Like I'm wearing a Tupac shirt right now. I will wear this, some sweatpants and some Crocs with some hoop earrings and be totally okay with it. Not feel uncomfortable, not feel out of place. Like, cause I'm confident in who I am and what I could deliver. And I don't feel like the clothes I wear is defining my mindset and you know how I'm going to be as a doctor obviously there are days where I still dress up and you know in business casual I don't even know PT business casual is funny because I feel like it's jeans and a nice shirt for me it's joggers <laughs> see <laughs> and just just something comfortable where you can move around in but I am happy to say that like I do not change how I dress to fit in with the people and I'm surrounded by that's amazing. And you know what? I I feel like I was kind of doing that too, like the first couple semesters, because I like to show skin. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I wasn't. And I cause and I've one thing I definitely wish I did more was like be an example, but like I talked about, like being like very curvy. Um, I would just get nervous like being up there and like having all that attention on me. Mm-hmm. Um, which is another reason why like I was like, eh, like maybe I shouldn't be showing as much skin as I do now let me tell you I just be walking in shorts crop top shirt just be comfortable nothing crazy (laughs) I am an adult and I'm a little I'm a little too old to have certain clothes on but um yeah I'm definitely a lot more comfortable in the clothes I wear too so I get that (laughs) yes don't gotta dress to fit in is the message here like wear what you want to wear that's comfortable but make sure uh obviously you don't get dress coded or nothing like we're not telling you to come in looking too crazy but right that's how you want to express yourself in a reasonable manner (laughs) right um all right did you have anything else for the favorite episodes No, we've had a lot of really good episodes, to be honest. That was just my favorite, just because 
just thinking about how thick we were into it. There was another one, I think it was Not Your Average Innovators or something like that, where we just sound like we just were having such a good time. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was either that episode or Not Your Average like Women's Month. I think it was one. Like, yeah, it was, was just a vibe. Yeah. And every time I, I listened to the episode, I'm like, yeah, I was just having a great day that day. <laughs> Man, so. the way you'll know, because by the time we close, we'll be like, Woo, that was an episode. Mm-hmm. There, I mean, <laughs> that remember that one episode we didn't even post because we were like, man, forget this. And it was talking about the GRE. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real. We didn't we delete that one? Like it's oh. out of that. We had to get serious about what we wanted to talk about. I might want to hear about the GRE. Nah, I got nothing for the GRE. No advice. <laughs> Do what you can. <laughs> but okay, speaking of advice, um, as we wrap up this episode, we wanted to offer some advice for our pre-PTs, our first years, and our second years. So, Sam, what advice do you have for pre-PTs? Um, my advice would be to be open-minded and uh, uh, look at multiple settings when you're shadowing. So get your hours inpatient, get your hours outpatient, get your hours in a neural facility, get your hours in a sniff facility, get your hours in an inpatient rehab. There's so many different settings and I did not realize that. And um, I think that's why I'm so confuzzled now just a little bit because all these settings are great. And since they're all so new to me, I'm very indecisive of kind of where I want to go. So I would definitely say uh, definitely explore. I mean, it's easy to say you're going to be an outpatient PT. Um, That's because that's usually all we're kind of exposed to. Um, But definitely look at the multiple settings. There's, shoot, there's pelvic health. Um, They have women's health and all types of stuff. So definitely look into different settings. And when you're doing that, if you run into a physical therapist that, you know, kind of inspired you, or you realize at that moment, like, it confirmed that you want to be a PT, keep them underneath your, keep them around you and, you know, um, ask them to be your mentor, encourage that relationship because they're going to be the person that understands the most with the most experience outside of your professors, if that makes sense. Like there's someone who understands you being a student, but isn't going to be harsh on you as, as so a, a professor would be, or, you know, someone in the program and um you kind of never know networking is amazing and it could do amazing things so I highly encourage you to have a mentor that you feel like oh um they inspired me I like their worth ethic um and I know they're going to be great and they could give me a lot of great advice throughout the journey yes what is your advice (laughs) I love that I love especially the mentor um and if you guys you know feel connected with us don't be afraid to reach out we have no problem offering any advice that we can um for me I would say my advice for pre-pt is um go ahead and sharpen those anatomy skills like it just don't even don't even wait for your first year because that's something that I'm realizing that I still struggle with is anatomy and at this point it should just be like second nature but it's not and that's because my skills were just they struggled from like undergrad so 
I mean, making Quizlets and just having a good general idea of like at least the main muscles and their origin, insertion, action. That way, once you get to your first year, you're able to spend more time understanding the biomechanics of it. And now when you're in your second year and they're just kind of like putting everything together, you don't have yourself like, or you don't find yourself pulling up the anatomy muscle chart every five minutes. Cause that's what I still have to do. <laughs> so, I mean, you have all the time in the world. Might as well do it. Hey, 300 muscles. Like we said that first episode <laughs> times two, both sides. It's a lot of muscles. So that is definitely yeah. great advice. All right. First year advice for first year students. Ooh. Every time I think about first year, it's not that I get PTSD, but it's like, dang. Mm-hmm. I got dinked in my head like five times with PT school. But um, I would say, oh, be kind to yourself and take your time. Um, You're going to be learning a lot of foundational stuff that first year. And it's going to come at you quick, whether you're taking a two-year program or a three-year program. It is going to come in quick and it's going to come in heavy. Um, so, um, again, be kind to yourself. Understand that it is possible. Um, obviously, because, you know, a lot of, you know, there's a lot of PTs who've graduated and, you know, obviously go to the second year and stuff. Um, so that would be my advice. What is yours? um the same like believe in yourself because you can do it um breathe and you know yourself best I'm I'm always one to be like give yourself a break and relax but um I'm also the type of person who will give themselves too many breaks so (laughs) for real so if you need a study (laughs) (laughs) study then just study bro like you don't you don't have to go to that game night there's gonna be plenty more Mm -hmm. okay there's now hold on now if it's for the plot and you just know that this game not gonna change your life go (laughs) i'm all for that i'm all for the plot but yeah (laughs) if you if you need a study study and don't be afraid to reach out that was the one of the hardest things i had to do for anatomy one was reached out to one of my classmates and he'll always have a special place in my heart because he really saved me in that class. <laughs> um, and just being comfortable and being like, I see you're doing well. If you have extra time, can you help me? And don't like, you got to understand you're taking their extra time. So if you can like give them some type of incentive, like, I don't know, give them a gift card or buy them lunch or something. Just show them that like, dude, like I, I truly appreciate it. Just, just do what you can because people are there to help you. It may seem like everybody's still in a competition, which a lot of people are, but I promise you there are good people in there and they will help you because they mm-hmm. we all want to see each other succeed at the end of the day. Right. I agree. And your classmates is going to be a big help in that because y'all are in the thick of it too. And they're learning in the same, I won't say the same pace because everybody learns at a different pace now, but uh, they are learning within the same pace and range as you so definitely look to them for advice and seeing how they're absorbing the information because it could go a long way in your future studies um okay second year what would you what would you give advice to the second year (laughs) i'm sorry i was like i thought you were gonna say something else oh (laughs) um second year advice 
open those comic books. Sam, I don't know how many times I got to tell you. Open that book closed. Open that MPT ebook because when I tell you that stress, like let me get serious for a second. That stress is no joke. It is no joke. And the way that test has so much weight, if you can pass or not, like do what you gotta do and just be on top of it. So if you really plan your time accordingly, you won't have to like pull all nighters and cram all types of information, diagnoses, all different types of things. If you're just pacing yourself and doing a section a day for like 30 minutes or something, like it's it's not hard. <laughs> and I, I really wish I just would have been more on top of it. That's one thing that I was trying to drill into my first year, buddy. I'm like, please, please, please. Around like summer, end of summer, early fall, open that, open that conflict because it'll just make your life so much easier. The way I was stressed and the people that I've been studying since uh, like summer were stressed. Like our stresses were, they were totally different. They were <laughs> totally different. So just, you can do it breathe you will pass your pete exam comp exam whatever you guys might call it the pre npte exam but you have to put in the work and you have to open that book <laughs> what she said it's so crazy because i think i'm not stressed about it because it doesn't hold weight for us mm. but it holds weights to me personally because i know that i'm going to be taking this next year right um so yeah I definitely like if you're in an age of situation where you got to take that Pete exam and um you got to pass to go into rotations get ahead of the game bruh follow those um podcasts that go over questions and the Instagram pages if you don't have a book yet um and then get the book and start just go crazy because I feel like that's this is what's going to be my second year advice putting things together is going to make so much more sense the second year. So the quicker you can start um, connecting things, MSK to your neuro, to the intake, like all that stuff, connecting it all together, the better everything is going to make sense and the easier it may be to take that test. Um, so I agree with you on that, um, getting a head start for the Pete. And then um, my advice was to formulate it all together, but also... Um, Free game. If do you guys have tutors in your program, like a PT tutors, like like does your year tutor the year below you? Okay, so it might be different. But if you are second year and you did do well in your pro in your classes, don't hesitate to be a tutor next year for the the class below you because um, even if you felt like you struggled and you did great it is a good way to review that type of stuff and bring it back to your head and you teaching it to someone will make a big difference mm -hmm. because that means it makes sense to you enough to where you could teach it to someone else. So if you have that chance to be a tutor um, or even teach without the whole tutor title, um, I definitely recommend it. Find someone below you and um, like a class lower than you and, um, teach them a few things and tricks and, you know, be that support for them. Cause at this point we are, I won't say role models for them, but I mean, they somewhat look up to us in the sense that, wow, they made it this far. So don't be afraid to be a helping hand. Cause you know um, what it's like to be in that first year. 
Right. Or even just like a study session, like with your, your first year buddy, like you see that they're going over the elbow and in MST, maybe you just did elbow combine Mm -hmm. it. They can teach you some, some anatomy skills and you can maybe put them on game for a couple of special tests. They won't Mm -hmm. know what's going on, but at least you got somebody to practice (laughs) on. Yeah. Just like, Hey, I'm just checking in. I know you got this exam. You got anything you confused on? Oh, I use this online to help me out. You should definitely check it out. Like, don't be afraid to be that person. Cause again, we're in this together. So. Exactly. Exactly. All right. That being said, make sure you guys continue to follow us on the Instagram and we cannot thank you all enough for the endless support we've had for this podcast, for this random idea, you know, and shout out to you, Sam, for even being down because this, I mean, let's, let's keep it a buck. This was like another job (laughs) to be honest, (laughs) you know, just having the schedule, um, having topics worked out, making outlines, getting people that were interested and actually wanted to be on the podcast and a lot of work went into this. So I, I appreciate you so much for even wanting to do this with me. And I appreciate everyone that was like keep doing it man people really kept saying keep doing it (laughs) it's crazy Mm -hmm. (laughs) thank you for allowing me to do it with you I've had fun doing it it has definitely made me grow as a person surprisingly um as far as just talking and even pronunciating things and just stuff of that matter um and being comfortable for saying what I need to say and just saying it to be honest Mm-hmm. Um, so I definitely appreciate it. It's been really fun. And I cannot wait to see where life takes us. Oh my gosh, it's so crazy. No, it's getting <laughs> real, bro. It's getting real. <laughs> like we're graduating right now, just everything, honestly. <laughs> yeah, it's freaking insane. Okay, before we end, I'm gonna say this wrap real quick. Oh, that's right. That's and then right. and then we could wrap it up. Okay. <laughs> I'm not gonna really like wrap it like dun, 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 dun. I'm just gonna like poetically say it okay <clears throat> with your like spoken word voice is that what yes you're... <laughs> yes yes let me get close to the mic if you want to snap at some point you can okay um all right if you listen to our episodes you know who we are I appreciate you all for making it this far. This podcast started with a student in a dream who asked her friend to make it a teen. We are NYASPT and that will never change. Even our special guests brought you a wide range. Shout out to my people of color who are breaking the barriers, who represent and hold their their profession in a good light. We are the carriers. If If there is something to remember from our episodes, that it is that it doesn't matter um, the route or the road. Just have confidence, integrity, and most importantly, grit, and you'll be fine. You just got to put your mind to it. Bye! Yes! Okay, I'm glad I got closure in knowing that I did my little freestyle rapping because <laughs> if this PT thing don't go well, it's either I'm going to be a trucker, a comedian, or an artist. So a trucker? <laughs> I came to the conclusion that I could just be my own boss and just drive around wherever. And I mean, they make bank and do and do. So you're on to something. But I have to come to you for PT if I have low back pain. But that's that's Mm, not the chronic pain. (laughs) 
<laughs> All right, everyone. We hope you've enjoyed this episode and the past ones. And we hope you guys have an amazing day, night, or whenever you're listening to this. Bye.